Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amiel. We love video games and movies, and we love talking about them. So we are hosting a new podcast where every week we choose one video game and one movie to talk about. We will go through each click and flick from beginning to end and talk about what we like and don't like. And then we will give you a rating based completely on our own opinions and nothing else. Ciao. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Yay. Here we are again. This is an exciting episode, y'all. I'm very excited um, mm-hmm. because we kind of bent the rules a little bit for this one. A, t- a tad. Just a just little just bit, a little. but that's okay. Um, I think for this specifically, worth it. Absolutely. Totally worth it because um, this is just about us doing whatever we want to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... Welcome to Click and Flick. Our house, our rules. Click and Where Flick. Where it's our house, our rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I want to keep it. <laughs> so we're ready to click and flick? Yes, I am so ready. And you are starting off with the yes, flick we're going to be today. flicking first. And oh. that's is where... <laughs> oh, this is where we bent the rules a little bit. Excuse me one second. I'm in the yeah. open a little <laughs> beverage. <laughs> a little beverage. <laughs> um, Bo Burnham's comedy special Inside that he was working on throughout the pandemic and um, recently released on Netflix. Mm-hmm. We May 30th. May 30th. And I was actually very happy and very lucky that we were able to watch it together over Discord. Yes. So that was so cool because we never, mm-hmm. we haven't done that yet over the whole pandemic. No. For some reason. It seems like there could have been times that we did that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But it was a good idea for this and it it was perfect. I loved it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Let's dive into this. So my very first kind of thought when this when this when the special starts, because mm-hmm. we see the inside of the room and we see the door, and then Bo walks in, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "How tall is Bo?" I know, I know. He is oh. six five. Six, according five. to Jeez. the goggle. So the goggle. That's pretty tall. Yeah. Um, I mean, he bent down, and it, it he was like a giraffe entering, right? Something. The door. Oh, yeah. Entering a door, a real normal sized door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the first number is content, and this is when it's like we're really gonna get a taste of what the whole special is gonna be like when he's just sitting there alone with mm-hmm. all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. I love. The line, Daddy made you your favorite open wide. (laughs) I'm like, yes. Yes, Daddy, thank you. (laughs) Will do, no problem. I'm ready for it. So it's the where he has the light on his head and he looks up at the disco ball. That like practical (sighs) effect is so cool in that moment. I agree. I love it. I do 
before you continue on on content, I I want to reference Make Happy because the at the end of uh, it's Make Happy, right? The last one, M- the yeah, 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he enters his his, I I don't know what you would call it. I guess studio. When he enters that at the end of Make Happy, and then it starts out with his studio again in Inside, has such um has holds such a huge symbolism to me mm-hmm. because when I I've kind of found a recent love for Bo Burnham that I didn't have before. I appreciated him definitely. But the ending of Make Happy was a song I was playing for my son for weeks. He loved um that song. Gosh, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, but it's the end of his special, mm-hmm. and he's basically saying like, "Bye, like I hope you're happy, bye." Mm-hmm. And uh, so the fact that he used that same, um, the same studio, the same you know doors cracked just a little bit, or you could see the light through it. It's just it was a big deal for me. Uh huh. It's revel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue on. I'm sorry. I to love that. Break that up. No, I mm-hmm. love that. And I just want to say too before we like go over as a like whole. For this mm-hmm. special is that if I could, I wish that I could go down each lyric and or each song and like point out my favorite lyrics in each one. But that's like obviously going to be way too much because yeah. I already think with the notes I have, it's like we may be talking <laughs> about this for as long as we talked about that one like Christopher Nolan movie. Like it might be like way too long. And I know that we're like trying to keep things a little bit shorter. Yeah. And last week we did so good that we're like patting ourselves on the back. And now I'm just like all these notes. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. But here we go again. It's all right. We'll we'll get to our main points for sure. So basically after, so it basically starts off with content, which is just Bo telling us, the audience, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I haven't done anything in a while. Look, here is like content, like I'm producing content, which is something that it's like this pressure that as a, as an online creator, something that you are constantly feeling the pressure of is creating more content right and that kind of like yeah. someone like Bo who basically became famous when he was like 16 17 on YouTube on Vine mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that idea of like okay I'm constantly like, catering to the masses right like, like I need mm-hmm. to be producing content to be mm-hmm. like that's my life fulfilled or yeah yeah just like yeah happy and content with what he's got going on right like that's my deal in life that i have to like provide other people with basically um the next song is comedy where he's singing about being a white guy who's trying to heal the world with comedy he's basically sitting there and where's the line um, there's a line later in the special where he goes something about self-awareness doesn't absolve you of anything, but the amount yeah. of this special is literally everything about it is self-aware. self-aware. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the fact that he basically is opening it with saying, okay, here's content. And then he's saying, I'm gonna heal the world with my comedy. Like, this is like him saying like, <laughs> <laughs> in the shittiest of shitty times like what do you this right. is what i have to offer right like i don't literally 
Mm. It's so funny. Um, but some of my favorite things is like him writing down. He's basically the idea is he's like trying to think of ideas that would be yeah. funny, but not yeah. offensive. Like he's trying to be safe and be like. He's writing diagrams and like. For for a 2021 com- comedy audience. <laughs> yeah yeah and so like one of the things he wrote he writes down is he's writing down what if dogs could vape every time i've watched the special every time i catch that statement i I, the visuals in my brain are immaculate (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny and then he's trying to like calculate and like do the math of like a good joke and he has a calculator in front of him and he's doing 69 plus 420 69 plus 420 69 plus 420 and i'm all that's (laughs) that is comedy that is comedy (laughs) he has a venn diagram and on one in one circle it's malcolm x Oh, and yeah. in the other circle, it's Weird Al. And right in the middle, mm. it says me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> he's he's like shedding so much light <laughs> on so many things that happened in 2020. But at the same time, like referencing the the lyrics that you can look up. It's so yeah. mm-hmm. incredibly written. Yes. That with even without the song, just that alone, oh my gosh. He has um on a big whiteboard one part where it's like written in arrows with arrows and stuff. It says, Is mm-hmm. it funny? And then it goes down and is like, Is it mean? And then it's like, Yes, no. And it's like not funny. <laughs> and it goes, Yes, and it's like, Are you sure? And it's like, I didn't think about it. Are you sure? And it's like <laughs> and then at the end is all is it actually funny yes and then goes it go funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, my oh my gosh, gosh. <clears throat> um the next part is him talking in the mirror and he's mm, basically mm-hmm. telling us what he's what the special is going to be and he's um at the end is like oh don't expect the smoothest transitions and it cuts off and goes immediately into FaceTime with my mom song. And the mm-hmm. whole thing is shot like in the dark ish with a phone screen light on his face. And it's done in portrait video, which is like, yeah, I don't know if people remember when videos didn't record that way. You had yeah. to turn your phone to the side to record. Or yeah. if you recorded that way, the video would be sideways. <laughs> hmm hmm And it would be annoying because people would record their video, like, that way. Because pictures would take that way, so they'd record a video that way and then post it up to their Facebook or something, and it would be sideways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So now, a lot of videos are recorded that way, but when you're watching them on YouTube or something, if you're watching it on your computer, it shows, like, the narrow bars, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how this whole thing is shot while he's on the phone with his mom. And then the screen blacks out um, right during the line where he's like, my mom's covering the camera with her thumb. <laughs> but it's like all done like so yeah. naturally and well in the, in the music video that you like. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's, funny. It's crazy because each song has its way of taking you out of like... It it's its own joke, obviously, but it takes you, and it mm-hmm. uh, it definitely separates itself. Mm-hmm. 
The next song was How the World Works, which I, of course, <sighs> is um, like a sound on TikTok now um, that yep. be- starts talking about like, you know, a lot of the really truthful things about the world. The very harsh things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and it goes directly into the social branding bit where he's sitting in front of a black sheet that has like a ton of wrinkles in it, which is really funny. <laughs> Basically, he's like a being an influencer who's uh, supporting brands who are trying to be more socially conscious to make a profit. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, my God. So he's basically calling out, like, this whole, like, these, like... Bagel bites. Yes. He's all, who are you, bagel bites? (laughs) I literally wrote that down. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There's so much... Oh, it was so good. There's so much about the special, especially in the beginning. Act one, I would say, is a lot about, like social aspects and Mm -hmm. the things about the outside world um and then i would feel like it's like an insider's perspective of the outside world is what the first act is and then i feel like in the second act we see a lot more of the insider's perspective of themselves and their past and who they are in relation to the rest of the world that's a very interesting um perspective because i didn't see it that way and the fact that you stated that i can totally see how the acts are separated like that wow i mean that could be like here or there like there are obviously oh, definitely, like certain definitely. things that are going to be mixed in on both i just thought that as a majority that's how i like saw it because obviously there's self-reflection throughout the whole thing like that's like, don't get me wrong on that at all. And obviously, he's doing a social commentary throughout the whole thing. Um, right, right. So, um, that's just how I felt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, who are you, Bagel Bites? <laughs> <laughs> Best line. Best line in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that that whole scene is, is immaculately cut as well. There, It's... It's very much an interview-like-esque um, shot. So that specific scene is him sideways talking probably, you know, in mm. an interview. And he has that cute little ponytail yeah. that like, doesn't really fit. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So genius. Then it's the white woman's Instagram, which was probably the best, like, professionally shot, like, Every scene, like, Mm -hmm. setting up each shot, it was probably a lot of work. And, okay, seeing the work that had to be put into that song. Alone. Alone. Doing that alone (laughs) and doing that, the writing and the editing and the production of it all alone like that. Yeah. I totally feel his meant like the rest of the the rest of the special like the tone the mental state for the rest of the special like imagining having to edit that i'm like i Mm. would like that's so much work and concentration and i mean it came out so good obviously Mm, very but that's just like an example because there's so much that went into the special and that's just one little piece right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but every number is like that right yeah um 
I actually heard an interesting perspective of this number too this weekend from a friend who was telling me the her, a theory that they had heard was um this song about being not only a commentary on like white women's Instagram pages right. or what it seems to be like right but a commentary on how men will be okay with being feminine only if in the guise of like, oh, but I'm doing it to make fun of women or to be a joke. Uh Because really that's like the only way they can express femininity in a comfortable way is in the way of the world seeing it as a joke. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because really he is 100% like, feminine in this Mm -hmm. entire Mm -hmm. thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like this whole song he's like he's just uh licking it up like a like an ice cream on a hot fourth of july (laughs) right (laughs) yeah like loving being the the daisies on the eyes then like the rain with the umbrella thing and wearing like the half shoulder down of the flannel yeah he has a shirt that says may contain wine and he's like laughing and like he's 100% into it but because he's doing it as a joke he's able to express his femininity (laughs) wow (laughs) that oh my goodness so I thought that was so I thought that was so neat and so interesting to look at the song that way. Um, yeah, definitely. And I like the part where he's wearing the flannel shirt and the tube socks and like his little butt <laughs> cheek is showing. Like honestly, that is like that was the first part I'm all ooh. Not the last yeah. part. Not the last part of the special, but the first time that I was all ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. Oh man. I agree. I agree. Um And then he goes into that bit where he's saying, can anybody shut the fuck up? Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes. About anything. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion about literally every tiny little thing. And you even yourself and you can like point out the hypocrisy in that. But yet self-awareness does not absolve you of anything. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it all comes back to that. Oh, um, wow. yeah. And then it's the Unpained Intern song, oh, which is another yes. just basically social commentary. And then he goes into his reaction videos, reacting to himself mm-hmm. over and over and over again, reacting to, and the snake is eating its own tail. It it gave me a really, um, it, it was hectic for me. It was so... Mm-hmm hectic and he did such a good job at portraying that right it was just such a a powerful section for me you are literally just breaking down every thought you've ever had yeah in your own head and Mm -hmm. it's like just it doesn't really matter what the thought was about but he's just sitting there breaking down everything he said and done and you just sit there and it's a constant like a loop. cycle yeah loop mm-hmm. um and then it goes into our favorite song jeffrey bezos <laughs> yes oh 
So good. <laughs> so catchy. <laughs> when he says um, something about Mark Zuckerberg and and, and who is it, Bill Gates? And he's like, come on, Jeff. Come get on, him. Jeff. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. Okay, game's over. We played Monopoly yeah. and now Jeff won. Okay, good job. It, exactly. Yeah, that was a good way to put it. We're playing Monopoly and Jeff fucking won. Um, so then we have him like laying on the floor with the pillow. And this is also another like really like relatable moment because he's sitting there like contemplating like social media basically just in his mm-hmm. own head like laying in bed in his own head contemplating like the harms and dangers of social media and how basically it's exploiting like teenagers and children and their like personal lives and drama for profit and for advertisements and then he just takes a pause and is like i'm horny <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like man if nothing is like more just like descriptive of what (laughs) the world is like now (laughs) yeah yeah it was a play by play Mm -hmm. and we go into the song sexting which again is is good in one of the parts of the songs he basically is saying send a picture of your tits please and on Mm -hmm. the back wall is the message he's sending to her after he sends the send a picture of your tits, please. So the message he sends to her after is, no pressure, by the way. At any point, we can stop. I just want to make sure you're comfortable all this, and please don't feel obligated to send anything you don't want to. Just because I want things doesn't mean I should get them. And it's sometimes confusing because I think you enjoy it when I beg and express how much I want you, but I don't ever want that to turn into you feeling pressured into doing something you don't want or feeling like you're disappointing me. This is just meant to be fun, and if at any point it's not fun for you, we can stop. I'm sorry if me saying this is killing the mood. I just feel like, and it cuts off. So it's just him, like, like, leaning against the wall, like, texting, and it's, like, the projection of that text over his body. (laughs) After he says, send me a picture of your tits, he's all, oh, but actually, if that, like, but but I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's wholesome. Yeah, I like it. It's wholesome. I like it. Thumbs up. Mm. (laughs) The next song is Inside. And this entire song is just shot from one angle and it's slowly zooms in on Bo and you're literally just sitting there watching him sit on the floor Mm -hmm. as he's recording and singing to himself the song inside. Um, And then just the idea of being inside, he says, being in, trying to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. This idea of, you know, still having to produce and still having to work, maybe. Right. But trying to see what it's what it's doing for you, you know. Right. Um and then he is sitting down watching a projection on the wall of his old YouTube self mm-hmm. playing his little keyboard in his old bedroom and the he's he's sitting there with this ghost of himself over of his past self, like haunting him, right? Mm-hmm. Of everything he's ever done on YouTube. And then 
it cut straight into problematic. So I think we can say how he felt watching his old material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which he, uh, twenty twenty was known for a lot of YouTubers just to for just sure. to dig oh up. Oh my gosh, like those closets. Yeah, and I think he was feeling the weight for sure. Oh yeah, and he he came out looking the best. Honestly, out of like all of those guys too. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to name any names because like they're right. all they're all yucky to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have my love for Jenna Marbles though. But oh no, Jenna Marbles is is for like sure. the She's, exception. <laughs> she honestly is the only one who for yeah. sure. But she wasn't like she left on her own. Like true, true. because she decided to not because she was. <sighs> <laughs> I just wonder how he felt like because he quit five years ago. This was a long time ago before any of this ever was a, a very uprising issue. So I was mm-hmm. I was really trying to tune in to figure yeah. out where his mindset was. Not that I would know, but. <laughs> so problematic is very much in the style of Footloose, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, dancing around and, like, sweaty and stuff. Working out. Um, But there's a part in the song where he starts singing about how sorry he is, mm-hmm. and he's, like, standing up against the wall with his arms out, and he has a projection of a perfect, like, cross over mm-hmm. him, which it looks super cool, and it's just, like... How... Like, oh, my gosh. It is so... <laughs> <laughs> annoying and frustrating when somebody who gets called out on something they did wrong then becomes like a martyr yeah and they try to they're just like crucifying themselves like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm such an asshole like and he's like yeah. showing that right like yeah. he's literally saying like look like you think you're jesus like mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting here yeah. sitting here saying oh i'm sorry <laughs> right right um but really like calling himself out like that's how he's seeing it as himself right you know what i yeah. mean like so it's almost like there's no is there no winning to you know exactly what I mean? exactly um and then it's um then we watch him sitting next to a clock and it's eleven fifty eight, and he starts talking about um Finished wanting to finish the special before he turns 30, not reaching that goal. Yeah. You see his disappointment in himself. It's so solemn. And it's like, you see and feel this moment of like, it's like still the same. Life is still the same after this. So let's keep working. But he's sitting there and it's like, okay, so it's 11.59 and I've turned 30 in less than a minute so i'm gonna sit here and enjoy my 20s and then it's just like silent and he goes okay let's keep working (laughs) and then he's there standing in his birthday suit almost (laughs) 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 with just his endies on and he sings 30 where he talks about how he used to be the young one and he used to be going around and people would say Oh, I can't believe you were born in 1990. Yeah, I was born in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my God. My favorite line from that song is when he says, when 
my granddad was 27. He fought in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. When I turned 27, I built a birdhouse with my mom. That, <laughs> that section of that song alone mm-hmm. was way more heavy than I expected it to be. Because I every time I listen to the song now, I think of that specific line and it starts a chain reaction of memories and thoughts and what people went through when they were 27. It's crazy. It's a lot. I just feel mm-hmm. like the whole world is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, this movie or this special, I should say, just a good one for, for a reality check, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then he starts talking about... um. Like trying to con, he likes he's like recording a video to convince himself to not kill himself, and then it shows him like watching it later. Yeah, I do. I do have the suicide hotline number, and that is well, at least one of them. Not the I don't think it's the exact one that's in his special, but it is eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Uh, when my my best friend made a Facebook post about it, just saying she was so genuinely worried about his mental health and that watching the special physically made her sick because she she's a serious bow fan. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just it was so it rang so hard within all of it that he was so he was OK you know, for a little while, and then he did the special, and then you see these dark sides that he didn't ever or could ever really portray without it being a joke, you know? And for me personally, I can't handle self-deprecating jokes well. I don't know how to respond to them. I don't know... Um... I don't know how to like make light <laughs> in a situation mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So for him to make light of certain things, but also show a brute reality of it is, is um, it made me more comfortable, but also even more afraid to even think or talk about the subject. I remember him like part of him saying that is like what he says to himself to like convince himself is like, it's forever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He goes, if I could kill myself for a year or for 18 months, I would do yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember being sometimes at some of my deepest like points of depression in the past and thinking like, yeah, if I could just be in a coma. Yep. Like if I could just not, I exist. just want to pass out for like i just can somehow not exist without it being permanent you know right but that's the that's the state that people get in when it's like it's when you can't remember that it's that it's permanent but uh we hit intermission right and that's intermission there's does he make that statement before intermission or after before Okay, okay. Um, so then it has the intermission sign, and then he sings Don't Want to Know, which is a very lovely, beautiful song. Again, one shot, just like before, so it's just like a mm-hmm. nice, smooth transition again back into Act 2. Um, and then he's do- doing the inside game, playing himself, 
and just seeing himself mm-hmm. like um kind of yeah. from an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. and um him being somebody playing the video game being himself seems to me like he's detached from reality mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in that mental state. So I don't know if this is supposed to be like just a visual representation of derealization, how he describes later on, but mm-hmm. um, he does mention in this segment is this dude big or is the room small? Which was my first thought when this special starts. So, hey. True. And he's also very monotone when he's speaking in this like dialogue of, of narrating what's going on. He literally looks way too much exactly like a kid I went to college with who does like Twitch stuff like that now. Uh, and um, yeah, I seriously am all, huh? Like it looks exactly like it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And then shit the song shit wake up add up yes another famous shit tiktok sound now popular on online very much so and it was even i went to a bar last weekend and they played it at the bar like the dance floor people were dancing to it (laughs) it's all ladies do you feel like shit oh my god (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) um and then we have such another like sad moment of mm-hmm. self awareness. He says ATL, talking about all time low, not Atlanta, <laughs> 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 where he's like sitting talking about how it feels to be at an all time low, and it's this serious moment. And then he's switching it on to this happy music, and that is this special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that is what he does, because as soon as he does it again, then it switches to the next song, Welcome to the Internet. Yeah. Where he's sitting there, and it's basically he's sitting in one spot the whole time with this star projection around him. And I love this song, Welcome to the Internet, because, okay, I don't remember how long ago this song came out, but back when Bo was, like, YouTube famous, they did these YouTube awards, Mm -hmm. and he was, like, a teenager still. And mm-hmm. he wrote this song called Welcome to YouTube. And it was like watching it now, I was like, okay. But I think that what he was, tr- the message he was trying to like give in Welcome to YouTube, he didn't quite get grasp it as much as he grasped it in Welcome to the Internet. I feel like Welcome to the yeah. Internet is, the se- is what he was trying to do with Welcome to YouTube, but he got it right this time, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just like, had a better perspective on on a bigger grand scheme of it and and to the internet i mean obviously it was a thing but it wasn't as cherished i shouldn't use cherished as the descriptive word but it's not as utilized um or it wasn't as utilized as it is now so Mm -hmm. there's such a big 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 part of our lives now that revolves around the internet so yes i agree with you so as the song goes on, it's the same thing. And then it gets, the music starts getting faster and faster and faster. <clears throat> and even though Bo isn't changing his position uh-huh. and the lights don't change and the actual information of inside the room isn't changing, 
There are a million different camera perspectives that go back and forth that make you go crazy and make you dizzy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, is this a metaphor of the internet being the same thing over and over again from a million different perspectives until you go crazy? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Basically. And it's like any situation you see, you can see one thread of like 700 comments of people fighting over seeing the same arguments going back and forth and no one changes each other's mind, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just different perspectives on the same thing until you get a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're visually messed up after that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you know what? I'm not going to finish the special, um, so fuck you guys. We're going to keep going because I don't want it to end. <laughs> And he sings part two of Jeffrey Bezos, which is my yes. favorite. He goes, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Yay. Good job, Jeffrey Bezos. You did it. <laughs> and then it goes into, like, it's nature sounds, but he's talking about how being outside in the real world is... Like, basically, what's going to kill you and everybody should just use the we- the real world as a set to create their content to focus on the actual life being online and digital. And that we should all just have human interaction digitally online. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it goes into him singing There It Is Again. As if he's playing around a campfire and he has the trees in the background silhouette. And it's just... That feeling of hearing the fire crackle and, you know, hearing the crickets off in mm-hmm. the trees behind you. and It was such a beautiful song. Right. And again, those lyrics are definitely ones that you should look up and yes. read if you have a chance. Definitely yes. listen because so powerful and his mm-hmm. perspective is just one I think that so many people can relate to. So just... If you're feeling alone out there, you know, this is definitely one of those things that may not make you feel better, but it might make you feel less, less alone. alone. Mm-hmm. Um, then it has like a little sunrise effect and he talks about how he, he talks and tries to talk about how he's been working on it for a year, but he is struggling the whole time and he walks off. He can't do it. And then it just cuts to him alone in the dark saying that he's not well and he starts crying. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think in that moment. What he was feeling then. Mm -hmm. The utter emptiness and aloneness and just the feeling of repeat, repeat, repeat failure because for every one video you have that's posted, there's like 20 videos that weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there for hours recording yourself over and over again. And you really start to hate yourself. And yeah. I have videos of me breaking down that will never see the light of day because <laughs> obviously they're so embarrassing. Um, but it's still recording while you're sitting there and you're failing over and over again. And it's draining mentally. Mm-hmm. And I watch Bo in that moment break down mentally and 
just thinking what that moment was then and how he felt then versus what that moment means now that it's forever memorialized. Mm -hmm. And he will always be able to look back on that again. And in one sense, there will always be that feeling of how he felt then. But then there's this other sense of there's this feeling where the rest of the world got to be there with him now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in a sympathetic way as far as, like, feeling... I mean, obviously you feel bad for him, but that wasn't his intention, at least mm-hmm. from what I get, what I gathered from it personally, was not a a push or, like, a, like a hey, look at me, woe is me kind of thing. It's It's a genuine feeling of damn i have been there before i know what he's feeling mm-hmm. and that it just that's just as simple as that yes um any plays get your fucking hands up <laughs> oh <laughs> this song all eyes on me is the best song out of the special in my opinion yeah so good so good um Mm -hmm. and then he says okay i think i'm done and he we get a cut back of of young (laughs) bow yeah (laughs) approaching the keyboard not young bow mind you by young i mean a year ago bow yeah yeah 29 year old bow bright eyed bushy tailed 29 year old (laughs) bow approaching his keyboard and he says possible ending song it's not finished yet and as he starts playing it he gets through and then second or third second or third lines of the song it starts transitioning into older mature present day Mm bow and um he says a line in the song that says, I want to hear you tell a joke when no one's laughing in the background. Yeah. It makes me think of a um, kind of like a philosophy or a saying that I had heard a while back and I never can remember where I heard it from. So if there's any way I do it's in the future, uh, I'll correct <laughs> that. But um, there was this, this some question somebody asked that was, are you telling jokes to make people laugh or to make people think you're funny? Um, and I always thought about that, like, oh, okay. Well, for me, I always would want to make people laugh. Like, it doesn't really matter of what people think about me, right? Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. make people laugh. Like, that's the point of being funny. But then Bo, fi- but then Bo is, like, presenting this third, like, yeah. like what if you're – we're telling the joke to silence mm-hmm. to nothing. Do you still want a joke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he references saying like, um, if I woke up in a house full of smoke, call me and I'll tell right. Don't panic. Call me and tell me a joke. Right. He, he starts going back and singing different parts of all the old of songs mm-hmm. from the beginning. Again, he sings like, I think three different, Parts of about three different songs from the beginning. He sings a part of Welcome to the Internet. And he sings mm-hmm. a part of that beginning. Call me and tell me a joke. And, and then he sings the very... 
the very end is a little reprise of look who's inside again. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's sitting there totally naked, you know, raw, vulnerable, vulnerable. And then it cuts out and lights come back up with him sitting alone. The room's empty now. All his equipment is gone and he walks outside and he's on a stage in front of an audience doing his special and he starts having a panic attack and he tries to get back inside and everyone's mm-hmm. laughing. Mm-hmm. And then he sits there watching himself and he's watching himself on stage having his panic attacks while everyone laughs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we are seeing now, we get to see what it feels like for him when he's watching his comedy mm-hmm. specials. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. him watching himself have panic attacks and just have every and like everyone's laughing at him. Yeah. And that is just so so much to take in. Absolutely. But before the camera cuts to black as he's watching himself panic, there is a moment in his eyes of genuine genuine joy and laughter cuz he hears it where he can see and i feel like we see that deep down comedy is what he loves and wants to do yeah yeah um so that's inside and i'm going to say as much as i loved it i know i've been pretty harsh with my ratings in the past mm-hmm. but i'm gonna give it 10 flicks because 10 flicks no, i'm giving it that because I, that was mine i thought it was i think that it did everything it hit every mark for me it, it, yeah it visually was beautiful it was shot produced and written by him and it was for a mm-hmm. one-man show, even if it wasn't a one-man show, even if there were people involved in this, it was still, for a comedy special, it was and, amazing. And, you know, I looked up the credits because I know that I saw a video going around saying, like, oh, you know, Bo Burnham had a whole crew and he had a director and yada yada. So I'm all, hmm, really? I looked up the credits and he was his own director. He was the writer, producer. He shot it himself. He edited it mostly himself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the crew was, like, post-production stuff. Right, right. Obviously. But, but post-production stuff comes after a lot of the... After he's already done A everything. lot of the putting together, folks. So <laughs> exactly. this was a big project for one person to take on. Absolutely. Do not try to sell that short. No. And, yeah, and so. I mean, he did it in uh, over a year's span. And that is mm-hmm. not an easy thing. Yeah. He shot it, filmed it in his home. Yeah. Um, um I uh I will also give this a ten out of ten <gasps> flicks. Yeah. I I loved it. Um I was considering giving it a nine, but my reasons were unjustified. But it was mostly just because I I have a really hard time with again the self deprecating mm. issues, but as we um progress through the story I realize okay you know it's it's made me realize a lot 
of stuff within myself. So it was very, um, I took something away from it. It was funny. It was, I'm listening to the soundtrack on and off. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. No, I can't even, I can't even gripe about one thing, you know? I loved it. Ten flicks. Ten flicks. Yay. Um, our click this episode is Animal Crossing. So, <laughs> on a on a high, on a happier note, um, Animal Forest is what uh, first premiered in Japan, April fourteenth, two thousand one, and it was originally released for the N sixty four in Japan. And you know, well, the U.S. wants everything, so we ended up getting it in uh, in GameCube format, two thousand two. And that was the original Animal Crossing. It was, it's, okay, what I read on the internet was a, was an education simulator. Hmm. I <laughs> Education simulator. <laughs> I, you know what, it's there, that's what they're describing it as, sure. Okay. I guess there's like, <laughs> not, I mean. What do you, <laughs> it's a simulator, all right. Okay. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll give it that. Okay. City planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but you you start out, It's uh, you customize your character, and in this game in particular, the first one, you, uh, you're on a train to go to this town that um, needs some sprucing up and some, uh, some TLC, I guess. And you meet Tom Nook, which is the infamous... Infamous, wow. Infamous. Um, uh, the I'm funnus. <laughs> yes. Uh, raccoon who takes all your money. And the <laughs> goal of the game <laughs> is to upgrade your house as much as you can and pay off all of your crippling debt. So not much different Jeffrey than Bezos. <laughs> You did it. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Bezos in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Oh, my next island is going to be surrounded by Jeffrey Bezos. But a very, very unique little game for its time. Um, Harvest Moon was an upcoming thing as well, so it was very similar. But um, yeah, and it was it was real. It's a real time game. So you play it as days go by. Um, So if it's 10 a.m. here, it's 10 a.m. in your game. And uh, you just simply enjoy the fine things in life in this game. You talk to villagers, which all the villagers are not human. They are all animals. Animals. Animal crossing. Animal crossing. Animal. You're crossing animals. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? <laughs> I mean, you capture the essence with it. <laughs> and uh, you celebrate holidays, which are a really fun thing to do. Yes. Um, and fast forwarding in time, if you want the timeline, there have been multiple games between the original Animal Crossing and the New Horizons Animal Crossing that came out during 2020, which is the latest release. Mm-hmm. Which was perfect timing. For we were all in the house for about two weeks waiting for before Animal Crossing yep. came out. And then we're like, okay, we're yep. set for the rest of the year. 
We don't need. Yes, don't talk to me. We don't need the rest of the world now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> quick, uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, do you do you think we should share the hours we've played on Animal Crossing? <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I um, I'll go first because I have a feeling you've. I think my number's impressive, but I think that yours is even more impressive. Um, I, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. So since March of 2020, I have played for 745 hours or more of Animal Crossing New Horizons. 700 hours? I had no idea. I just looked that up and I'm shocked too. I had no idea. (laughs) I'm curious. Hold on. How many hours is that even? Oh my God. How many hours is in a year? Uh, 525,600 minutes divided by... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how do i look at my stats i forget on your Let's profile see. on my page right yeah Where the heck oh profile there we go it's at the top oh i have only played <gasps> no <laughs> 530 hours oh or my more. god no <gasps> dang no. You know, the baby has a lot to do with it. If if I didn't have a son, oh my god, <laughs> I'd probably be right there with you. Okay, but I have a full time job. So what's going on with me? <laughs> For real, my free time. I I'd like to apologize to all my friends and family whom I've neglected in my time of playing <laughs> hours of Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh oh my god. That's great. You don't have to explain to anybody, girl. Forty-five. How is that possible? Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> um, but it's I'm a, it's mil- a game anyway, worth it. So I'm Jeffrey Bezos on my island, like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, that's a lie. That's why I'm only I only have like a couple million. I'm not even Oprah. Yeah, I'm not rich. I'm not even Oprah. I'm not even Oprah status yet on no. my island. My island's not even five stars yet. <laughs> my island has gone back and forth between being five stars, but yeah, same. But yeah, there's there's the end goal of getting your house set up um, and paid for, and otherwise, yeah, you just go through the motions and you enjoy it. You don't question why. You do these things. You just live it. Yeah. And there are so many oh NPCs that make the game absolutely perfect. You know, there's characters that allow you to get certain items in the game and experience certain like cutscenes and fun um, events. But uh, who are your favorite ones? My favorite event character is Pavi. Pave. Pave. Oh my god, Pave. He's my favorite yes. because he mm-hmm. literally, if you go up and try to talk to him and you're not <laughs> dressed in like feathers and sparkles, he's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> he is ready to perform at all seconds of the day. And the event that he has is so fun. Just going around mm-hmm. catching feathers all night and then getting mm-hmm. like the most amazing prizes i love it yeah it was it was a lot of fun he's my favorite special event um my favorite character that like comes to visit your island is oh my gosh it's it's such a toss up because i love them 
Celeste is my favorite. Like before yeah. New Horizons came out, Celeste was my favorite. And when mm-hmm. it came out, I was so sad that I couldn't. I have an amiibo of her, and you can't oh. use it to make her come camping. It made me so sad because it was like <laughs> she goes. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I would love to come camping, but I'm studying." <laughs> Like I'm studying science right now and stars and stuff. So I'm like, <laughs> she's okay. the cutest. <laughs> so she's like, you her. can't have her, but I loved her and I wanted her to be like on my island, which made me sad. But mm. but what I thought was like, well, why don't you make it so that if you have the amiibo for Celeste, like why can't you make it so that if you call her, like she at you can at least trigger the special event so she comes to your island that night to like get a DIY that would be or cool. something. Like I I wish that they would have done that, but they. They didn't, but oh well. I know. That that's fine. Whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but then my other favorite so then my so she's my favorite, and then my underneath two favorites are LaBelle and Sahara. <laughs> oh cute. Because even in real life I love rugs, even though they're expensive. <laughs> right. I think they're the most like beautiful things to decorate your house with. Um and so Sahara is obviously my favorite but ever since the game came out I've been wanting to try and get the special flooring that's the clouds and I never get them from her no I swear I have it I'll give it to you oh my gosh <laughs> it's it's I, really rad I love I've it I've been wanting it so bad and I never get it mm-hmm. and I've gotten the same like nasty ass like train station flooring like a million times it's like <gasps> I get it <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. But let me. What are your favorites? My favorite in uh, New Horizons is Pascal, or Pascal, I should say. He's the otter that you meet when. Oh you... my gosh! When you're mm-hmm. when you're like, I've only met him like twice, and I always forget oh, that he's there. He's so cute, um, and he's just like he's not really a hippie, but he's kind of like yeah. the the. The guy that hangs out at the end of the pier yeah. has been, like, out in the sun all day, and he's, like, the cutest. He's a little otter, and he's adorable. Um, And uh, I also really like Harv, because he is the island hippie. Yes. Love <sighs> Harv, too. Love him, too. Love so, him, too. He's such a cute character. What a cool, like... And when you go to his little island and his little house, he has... Yeah. um. Those, I don't know what they're called, but they're rainbow and they twirl and they make like really pretty um, visual effects. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, um, the kaleidoscopes? No, it's it's like it's like a wind vane kind of thing. Like it's spirals. Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um, one person I miss is Katrina. Katrina was really cool. She was like the fortune telling cat. Oh, she was like a black cat. Yeah. yeah. She was cool. Um, I kind of feel like a lot of people really were got mad at them really quickly in the game because they the their first event was like the egg day and people were oh like over it over it over digging up dumb eggs over yeah. fishing dumb eggs like everyone was trying to get their critterpedia and get oh. like collect all the fish and fill up their yeah. museum in the first like month. Mm-hmm. And the balloons. And, and here oh. freaking comes the dumb. <laughs> the Everyone's bunny. like, I'm tired of these eggs. <laughs> Zipper. Yeah. Oh, boy. That oh was that was a mess. So but every up. every event after that was fantastic. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, um, I 
one character I want to mention that I miss a lot is Cap'n. Cap'n's the frog that you, um, in the original Animal Crossing. Yeah. He was, when I tell you that, he was my favorite character in that game. (laughs) I would sit for hours going back and forth between my GameCube and my um, Game Boy (laughs) just to hear his... um, his sea, his wow, sea shanties, because he would just come up with the most random oh crap. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, and I remember in okay, what was the name of the guy? It was like a Zamol. Oh, um, in New Rossetti, Mister Rossetti, who would like be like, "Oh, you didn't save your game." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rossetti oh was... Oh my gosh, do you remember how he used to save your games? <laughs> yeah. And then if you didn't, he'd be like, hey! Oh, Mr. Yes. Rossetti oh was... He was the BAMF. Oh my gosh. Okay, so when New Horizons came out, I had obviously not played New Leaf in years because, like, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not some crazy fool who just spends hours playing Animal Crossing every day. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> I mean... Uh, what? I nay, mean, nay. Uh, <laughs> But, um, so I make my island and I, by the way, my island is named, my Animal Crossing New Horizons <laughs> Island is named Poo Poo Pee, just for fun, right? Because of comedy, right? Yes. And, uh, yes. I decide one day after I was playing like hours and hours on Animal Crossing New Horizons, I'm like, you know what? I just kind of want to see what my new leaf is looking like. I'm just going to pull out my 3DS because I had it on there and I turned it on old old game and it comes up and it was like oh welcome back to poop and I was like oh my god you haven't changed some things never change <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> um who are some of your favorite villagers oh um my top would have to be Blue Bear because she was my favorite. Blue Bear and Olive were my favorite in oh my gosh. the original game. Right now, I have I actually have Blue Bear on both my islands. She's right the best. <laughs> I love her. Who I are yours? Lucky. Um. Okay. I think Lucky is the cutest. Um, Lucky is cute. And when I was a kid we had a dog who had the worst health problems and his name was lucky and he just was always <laughs> like always oh, no. sick and it was just like so heartbroken like he died he was a really old dog and he just died of like basically like he oh, was just so old you know and like every baby. nothing worked anymore <laughs> yeah but yeah. his name was lucky and so lucky reminds me of that because it's just like covered in bandages all the time <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. But just like the sweetest dog, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, right now, but Sydney, the the koala is another one. She's like my best friend. Oh. Sydney is cute. I adore her. I I want to rate Animal Crossing and I'll 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 rate New Horizons because um it's obviously the most relevant and it still holds true to like the original game. Um, and even better. So I'll, I'll give it a solid seven and a half clicks. Wow. Because yeah, it's, it's exceeded expectations. It's a, it's 
replayable by all means. And um, they did a really good job, at least in the first year of the game's release. Lots of updates, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, just overall took the essence of the original Animal Crossing and went above and beyond. Amazing game. I love this game, obviously. Played so long. I've mm-hmm. played so much. <laughs> okay. For me, I feel like this game is my style. I like mm-hmm. the kind of just zoning out and doing chores on yeah yeah (laughs) on your island or whatever you know these kind of games are the way that I like to zoom out when I'm just like chilling and I have YouTube on in the back and I'm just like playing a video game you know it's hard to get super into a storyline and stuff when I'm when I really want to just be out of my own mind you know what I mean just floating around so for yeah. me, I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna be. I'm extra nice, generous today, but I'm gonna give it nine clicks because. Okay. This is definitely like. So I love the graphics of this game. Oh, I honestly it's great. can sit there on my island. I made a little spot because I'm collecting all of the like astrology recipes right now, so I can make a little spot on my island where I made like a star floor path, and I put up all the astrology crafts with like gold flowers around them and so you can like go up to the top of the cliff and stand in the area and wish on stars (laughs) that are falling fancy so like just looking up in the sky too and like as the sun is setting it's such a gorgeous video game it is it's really pretty so i give it i like that yes plus i'm being nice today so (laughs) one click for for out of kindness probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was stuck between an eight yeah plus um, i think we both can really agree that these ratings are like uh just for fun in our own heads anyway absolutely yeah <laughs> like no 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 hard outline to it you know right no one really needs to take them too seriously because we don't <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> Oh, oh man. what a good episode, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We talked so long about Inside. I wish we could have spent more time on Animal Crossing because there's just so much I still want to say about it. But yeah, we're yeah. like going for so long. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's OK. We'll be good. We ended on a good note. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll make like a, a five hour episode where we can just talk about like we'll just sit here all day and we'll talk about like Final Fantasy. <laughs> <gasps> I'm down. We'll do it. Don't get we'll me do started. A, we'll do a 24 hour like live uh, event where we're just talking about Final Fantasy from beginning to end. I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to another yeah, episode of you. Click and Flick. Yes, and then you know, let us know how. Uh, what uh movies and games you'd like to yeah. hear us talk about yeah if you have any suggestions we would love to hear what you guys want to hear us Absolutely. talk about <laughs> <laughs> all right but, uh, thanks thanks bye bye peace
Hey folks, thanks for listening and sticking around. If you enjoyed what you heard, subscribe and follow for some more Click and Flick content. If you'd like to hear us talk about your favorite movies and video games, you can send us your suggestions to clickandflickpodcast at gmail.com. That's click, A-N-D, flick, podcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.